Welcome to the Financial Finesse Podcast, where we'll be discussing tips on how to handle your money and life with skill and style. Your host, Kathy Curtis, CFP, has been helping make finance accessible and intriguing for women for almost 20 years. You'll get savvy, actionable ideas listening to her conversations with some of the coolest and smartest women on the planet. And now, here's your host, Kathy Curtis. Hi, I'm Kathy Curtis, host of the Financial Finesse Podcast and founder of Curtis Financial Planning in Oakland, California an independent financial planning firm specializing in the unique finances of single women and women head of households. As a certified financial planner, I partner with women who take the lead in their family's finances, and I help them secure their financial futures while getting the most enjoyment out of their resources today. Today, I'm gonna talk about spending, specifically how to get your spending under control. Many of my clients told me that one of their goals for 2023 is to get their spending on discretionary items under control. Those are the things that you really don't have to have or need. They may not have a spending problem per se, but they know their spending is probably one of the things that's keeping them from reaching their longer term financial goals and or it's just making them uncomfortable. They don't feel right about their spending habits. I have to admit, I can relate to this because I have a little bit of a clothing infatuation. I love anything new and I love clothing and accessories. And I'm going to be right along there with you in working on getting my own spending issue under control this year. So first, I want to talk about habits. What do habits have to do with spending? I personally believe that overspending or unconscious spending can is can really be a habit. You get used to doing it. You're doing it for many reasons, and it just becomes an unconscious thing. Now, there's actually good news in this because there's a lot of research done on how to break bad habits and develop new ones and replace them with healthy ones. And we'll be leveraging this research in my own experience as a financial planner to get better spending habits for all of us. The other thing I want you to know is that denial is not gonna be the answer. It's interesting how if you tell yourself no about something, no, I'm not gonna spend any more this year on any clothing, that you'll actually be dying to go out and buy some clothing. So denial is not gonna be the tactic we're gonna use here. Your brain just won't like that. Instead, We're going to help you to make thoughtful decisions about where to allocate your resources moving forward so that eventually cutting back on spending will be something you want to do because you know it's going to get you to that better place. With that, let's move on to some action items. I encourage you to grab a pen and paper or boot up your laptop because we're going to do a little bit of work. First, we're going to work on identifying your biggest spending weakness or weaknesses. So we all spend a lot of money on a lot of things, but we're going to define this this item as something that's discretionary that you really don't need. If you already have an extension collection of clothing, household furnishings, jewelry, shoes, accessories, makeup, electronics, art, rugs, whatever it is that you find yourself buying more of than you need because you just have to have it is probably a spending weakness. 
You can also expand weaknesses with experiences, like you spend way too much dining out, traveling on entertainment, things like that. You probably already know what it is. Most of us know what we overspend on. So choosing won't be that difficult. But if you need more clarification, I recommend analyzing your spending, looking at your credit card statements, your checking account. Maybe you're using an app like Mint. You can review and see where most of your budget's going. So it's probably easiest to choose one category of a time to do this exercise. You could, of course, do more, but let's just go with one for now. Just it'll make it easier to tackle this project. That's one of the habit-breaking tips is break down a big task into smaller tasks. So we're going to take one item that you spend too much money on, and we're going to figure out how to break that habit. Okay, so now that you've identified it, we're actually going to take a cold, hard look on exactly how much you spent on that item over the last 12 months. Yes, you can guesstimate what this number is. Better to go back and really analyze what you spent. You'll own that number more. It won't be, you won't be able to deny it. It won't be fuzzy. So let's find that number or just to continue with this podcast, you can estimate a number and go back. Okay. So if you have your number, that's great. Confronting money issues is super hard. I know that, especially if it brings up uncomfortable feelings And overspending can be one of those things that brings up feelings of regret, remorse, shame, all those things, because you think, oh, if I didn't spend all that money over all these years, I could be here, I could have that. We're not going to do that. That's past. At this point, it doesn't matter. What does matter is that you're ready to go forward and get some new behaviors. Okay, so... Now that you have that number, we're going to look on your spending triggers. In other words, what it, what makes you or compels you to overspend on that particular? And this is going to take some looking within and looking at your behavior and um, thinking about why, what happens? Do you spend when you're happy? Do you spend when you're sad? Do you go out and shop right after you had an argument with someone? Do you get online at night because you're trying to wind down from a hard day at work and you just want to do a little online shopping? What is it that triggers you? I will share some examples of my experience in working with female clients and why their overspending habit might have started. Just to give you some ideas, many of my clients have very good income and resources, but they have unrealistic expectations about how much they can spend. This frequently happens when they experience a sudden money event, like an inheritance or a big giant bonus or a whole a new job and a new big salary, a liquidity event, things like that. And so they start spending up to their new income or bonus. And once you get into the habit, it's hard to stop. Another one is shopping to deal with negative emotions, such as loneliness or anxiety. This is referred to as retail therapy, and it's a numbing thing. You numb yourself. You go into a store, go online and shop, and all of a sudden you get adrenaline and you feel great. And so you keep doing that to to numb those not-so-good feelings. Other women have stopped keeping track of their spending, and they don't have a budget. And so they've got to learn what they can afford 
and spend to reach their other goals. And that's really what financial planning, a big part of financial planning is about. Shopping once was a pleasurable pastime that was done in a reasonable manner and all of a sudden has become a habit, an obsession, and an addiction. That happens to many people. Addictions come in many forms. And then another trigger would be some life-changing event happens, such as a divorce, death of a spouse or loved one, a new home or a relocation, and you just haven't adjusted your spending to those new realities yet. In other words, self-awareness is a giant first step into making positive changes in your life in this regard. So if you take the time and dig in as deeply as possible to identify your triggers, it will help you to get to where you want to be. Okay, so now now that you've identified why you may be spending, now we're going to talk about budgeting. Yes, the bad word, and tracking your spending. Setting a budget. So we're going to take that number that you found, the 12-month spending number, and we're going to reduce it. So I like to say reduce it by at least 25%, maybe more if your spending really got out of control over the last year, to get to a more reasonable amount and write that number down and keep it in your mind. And then we're going to, you're going to set, you can set your budget any way you want. An annual budget is a big budget. You can break it down into monthly, you could break it down into quarterly, whatever way you can wrap your arms around that number and stick to it would be the way to set up that budget. But And then you have to track it. Okay. So let's say you spent 10,000 on clothing, you're spending weakness and you spent 10,000 last year, cut it back to at least 7,500 and then decide, okay, I'm going to spend $700 a month, whatever it turns out to be. And then I'm going to stop, or I'm going to spend 2000 a quarter, 2200 a quarter. And then I'm going to and then you're going to track it. So you could do it digitally, manually, whatever way it works for you. But the point is that you don't want to unconsciously spend anymore. You want to keep track of what you're spending and you're going to write it down. I'm not going to give you all the ways you can do this because everybody's different. You could, But you could save receipts in a shoebox and count them at the end of the quarter. You can use a spreadsheet. You can use spending software. It really doesn't matter as long as it works for you. All right. So the final step is to find ways to support yourself in reaching your goal. And so I've got some hacks here to try and help you modify your behavior that I know have worked for other clients that work for me. And there's a lot of them. So bear with me and see if any of these resonate with you. So one, find a replacement activity for shopping. When you get triggered to shop, and this is a way to create all new habits. When you think about shopping, instead pick up a book, call a friend, go to a movie, do something pleasurable and stimulating that doesn't cost money. When you do go out to a shop or online, have a list of what you need, not what you want. And don't go away from that list. So no impulse purchases. Unbookmark all your favorite shopping sites if you have them bookmarked. On the same idea, unfollow all the shopping sites you follow on Instagram or any other social media platform. Delay purchases, find something you want, and then think about it for a day or two. Don't shop with friends who encourage you to buy. We all have those friends. They don't buy anything, but they want you to buy it. Plan different routes when you're out and about so you don't go buy your favorite stores. This is a biggie for me. One of my favorite stores is right across the street from my gym. 
And I work out almost every day. And the habit has been go to the gym, pop by the store, see what's new. Not going to do that anymore. Tell your friends and your favorite shop owners that you're cutting back on spending and would really like their support. Find a new hobby that doesn't involve shopping. A creative project, a sport, musical instrument. Put sticky Sticky forms on your laptop, mirror, whatever, with your new budget to remind yourself that you're doing that. It's really easy in our busy lives to forget that we're trying to break a habit. And so as many reminders as you can would be really helpful. Avoid shopping when you're in an emotional state, angry, tired, sad, or frustrated. In our crazy world, those states happen a lot. So go for a walk, try meditating to develop a more mindful attitude about unsubscribe from emails from your favorite shopping sites. Good luck because they come back, but keep trying. Read self-help articles or books about this topic. Listen to podcasts, audiobooks. I find that when you immerse yourself in something that you want to change, it stays top of mind and you're more likely to take on those behaviors. Keep a journal. And this is another way to keep it top of mind. Keep a journal. Talk about your emotions and your behaviors as you're going through this. Hire a coach or a financial advisor to help you reach your broader goals. Can be super helpful for you. Take some of your savings that you're not spending and donate to a favorite charity. Visualize. This is a biggie in behavior psychology right now that's helpful in changing certain behaviors, visualize your future self. Once you've, if you achieve this goal of not spending as much and you're using those resources in a more positive way, try and picture yourself and what that would look like. 10 years from now, if you save $20,000 a year, what did you achieve? Did you put a down payment on a house? Are you that much closer to having an early retirement? Are you buying a second home? Uh, Trip, taking a trip that you've dreamed of your whole life. Really important to think about those things that you're not spending now for and that you're going to get in the future. And another way to do this is to create a vision board, either manually or on Pinterest or something like that, envisioning what your life will look like later. Another tip is not only changing your behavior, but changing your mindset around spending so you're less likely to slip back into bad habits. For example, creating a new habit is to identify your why. In other words, why is it so important to get your spending under control? What are you giving up by overspending? What's the opportunity cost? Think about those things. Example, you may want to retire early, but your current spending is keeping you from doing so. Your spending habit may be keeping you from spending more time with your family or pursuing a dream like writing instead of writing your shopping? What if you wrote instead? How much would you get accomplished? Or maybe you have credit card debt. Instead of paying tons of money in interest, pay down those credit card debts. So take the time to journal about why you want to overspending, what your future self would look like if you stopped overspending. And then ask yourself, what, how much time and money would you save? What would you accomplish instead? And how would your attitude about yourself change? So really important. One way to direct your spending in a more positive way is to spend it truly on things that you value 
And this is this also you have to do a little work and dig in because there's opportunity costs for everything. If you spend a ton of money on travel every year, but you really would rather retire early and do travel when you're not working anymore, well, maybe cut back on that travel while working that's limited to your 10 days or whatever to save for a big trip after you retire early. It's things like that. You've got to really think about your present, but also your future at the same. If you're not sure what your values are, I did write an ebook called The Happiness Spreadsheet that takes you through some of these exercises to identify what your most important values are, and then to to figure out how you could spend around those values instead of on everything that you're spending on now. It's a useful exercise to go to. And also remember, we're in this together. I also am doing the same thing that you are. And I enjoy digging in and learning more about this really important topic about really behavioral finance and, and getting habits under control and also creating a really good financial life now and in the future. So good luck to you. And here's to a prosperous 2023. And please reach out if you have any questions or you want to send any comments about this podcast. Hi, thanks so much for listening to today's episode of Financial Finesse. Before you go, I wanted to let you know about a free resource that can help you on your journey to stop overspending this year. In today's show notes, there's a link to download our free ebook, How to Take Control of Your Spending This Year. This free guide includes all of the information and exercises I covered in today's episode, as well as space for you to record your responses. So you have a great resource you can refer back to as you go down this path of getting your spending under control in 2023. Download it now before you forget, and let's get started.